Welcome to Unlocking Potential, a podcast from Baldwin Technology. We're fueled by 100 years of innovation, providing the top hardware, software, and consumables to automate, enhance, and apply intelligence to production processes. Join us and learn how you can unlock your full potential. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Baldwin's Unlocking Your Potential podcast. I have a new face around these parts and am filling in as this episode's host. My name's Gabrielle, and today I'm actually joined by Adrian Harrison, who's VP of Human Relations Consulting at Printing United Alliance. I'm also joined by Mike Nelson, engineering lead at Baldwin Technology with the AMS Spectral UV Business Unit, as well as Rich Bennett, president of Baldwin Technology, also at the AMS Spectral UV Business Unit. Welcome, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us on today's podcast podcast. Hi, Gabby. Glad to be here. Thanks for having us back, Gabby. Absolutely. Now, believe it or not, this conversation is actually a continuation of our previous episode. Uh, So in part two here, we're going to be talking about one of the industry's best kept secrets. So please stay tuned for that. But before we reveal that secret sauce recipe, let's go ahead and start with some introductions for those who are just listening in for the first time. So to start us off, Adrian, just please give us your name, title, and just a little bit about what it is you do in your industry. Sure. Uh, I'm Adrian Harrison. I work for Printing United Alliance, which is sort of the most comprehensive trade association for the printing industry. So um, we rep, um, help all um, verticals within the printing industry. What I personally do is I help with all things human resources, human relations, from the day-to-day um, gritty things where people need to talk through or work through um uh, an immediate personnel issue to greater strategic um, concepts like retention, recruiting, benefits, um, succession planning, things of that nature. So it's really the gamut. Um, soup to nuts, we cover it all, and that's what I do for our industry. I'm uh, Mike Nelson. I'm the, uh, I've been with AMS here for eight years, starting uh, her next month. Um, I'm the, as Gabby mentioned, I'm the engineering manager. We develop uh, UV curing devices for industrial industries, web industry, uh, web printing industries, sheet fed offset printing industries, um, pretty much anything that can use UV curing. Now, Rich Bennett, uh, president of AMS Spectral, I've been uh, part of Baldwin Technology. I've been with Baldwin Technology since about 2002 and a variety of different uh, roles and and locations. Um, So happy to be here and happy to participate. Of course. Well, we're happy you're here. And thank you, everyone, for just sharing their backgrounds so we could just give our audience a better idea on where it is we're getting our insights from. Uh, But I did promise an inside look into the industry. So without further ado, let's go ahead and talk about probably what's one of the best kept industry secrets. I think you guys would agree. And what is that you might ask? Well, it's that printing is sexy. Yep. You heard me right. It's high tech and it's digital. It's sales and engineering. It's so many things. It's creating vivid and striking graphics on packaging and signage that it just influences consumers every day, but also everywhere. So it's not what you would typically think uh, the printing industry would be. It's not your father's loud, dirty, messy press room that's churning out black ink on newspapers and it's time to share this message i think like loud and clear with the world to get unfound talent uh from this generation just flocking to work for the printing industry uh but i 
know what you're probably thinking, and that's, well, where the heck do we begin? And that's why you're in the right place, because in this podcast, we're going to be talking about that. Uh, in our recent podcast, uh, Part One with Baldwin, uh, we were talking about bridging the gap and attracting young talent as skilled professionals start to retire, bringing in that new workforce. So... It actually featured uh, these three distinguished guests that we have here today, Adrian, Rich Bennett, and Mike. Uh, so they all agreed that one thing is certain if you go ahead and watch our first part, and it's that employees have actually changed a lot since the pandemic, and you know companies have had to shift in order to attract and actually retain them with new expectations. Uh, you can probably gather from my intro, we covered a lot of ground, but only kind of touched upon the most important part, which is the importance of selling the sizzle of the print industry to attract this uh, talent. And, uh, we, you know, we all agreed that this is a topic for a podcast all of its own, which we bring you today. So what better place to start uh, with you, Adrian? You're actually heading up this campaign. So go ahead and just tell us in your own words, what makes printing so glamorous? And how are we going to communicate these sentiments to the younger generation that's entering the workforce? Well, I, I, I'm going to push back on glamorous because I don't know that it's glamorous, but what it is, is fun and cool. It's super cool. It's high tech. It's interesting. And whether you're with a company like Baldwin or you're interested in working with a company um, such as Baldwin, where you get to do the engineering piece of it and you get to put the puzzles together as to how to provide these sort of really innovative um, technologies to the industry, or if you're with a printer where you're literally putting ink or toner onto a substrate, it's, it's, it's really a cool thing. The first time I walked into a print shop, I honestly, I didn't know what to expect. And I thought a little bit, it was going to be grimy and not so great. Right. I did. And I walked into a really nice printing facility. It was bright, clean, beautiful. It wasn't particularly loud. And there were all these cool video game-like councils where people were working these cool finishing, um, printing, and different types of equipment. And I said, my gosh, why isn't every Gen Z kid out there working in this industry? It's everything that they like to do for fun. And here it is for money and stability. So there's a lot to be said about the work environment. And I do think that um, we need to market uh, a number of aspects of the printing industry uh, and the print supplier industry out to the public. And one of them is it's a cool work environment. It just is. You work on cool machines and you do cool stuff. And I also think, you know, we all love a good before and after, don't we? We all like to see the grungy little nasty thing or the thing that's nothing, the little slab of wood turn into a chair or whatever. We all like to see a thing transform. When you work in the printing industry, you see things transform all day, every day. And it's really, really cool. Job satisfaction in people has been highly related to being able to see the fruits of your labor. So you're, you're going to see something that you created just in that moment. You don't have to wait 10 years to see it. You don't have to read about later a letter from your client that says, oh, this made a difference to me. You see it in real time happening before you, which gives a lot of job satisfaction. So I have lots of thoughts about marketing and I have lots of thoughts about um, how to attract people. But I would say the overwhelming two things that will get people in the door is that it's a really cool work environment, generally very pleasant. If your space that if you're a printing company or a print supplier and your facility is not 
welcoming and well-lit and well-ventilated, you have work to do. You need to do it because those are generally how that our facilities look nowadays. And the second thing is, is that you get to see the fruits of your labor. You get to see a real cool thing transform every single day with what you do. And that is very highly satisfying when you're a worker. Well, for sure. And I think you brought up an excellent point there about uh, job satisfaction and actually Generation Z, that's something that ranks really high on them in terms of looking for being in the workforce. They want to have a job that they're proud of, that they're passionate about, and they feel like they're making a difference. So I wanted to ask you, uh, how are we approaching Gen Z with the printing industry, uh, with this marketing cam campaign? You hooked me uh, with that line, uh, garnered my attention, so you got me here. Uh, what do you say to Gen Z? How are we going to share uh, the wonders of this industry with this generation? All right. It's all about video. It's all about video and social media. So uh, get yourself a, a camera or you're just your phone. It's fine. Uh, and go around and show process videos, not just somebody, a still photo of somebody leaning on a light table. That's not what we want to see. We don't want to see a still photo of our um, supplier industry of somebody, you know, turning a screwdriver. That's not what we want to see. What we want to see are cool process videos that show you the intricacies and the kind of skills that are needed. And then also the product. I cannot stress enough. We need to see the product. So if you are a supplier to the industry, at Baldwin AMS and you're making cool equipment that's going to be used in the industry, show your equipment in the process, show your equipment uh, made and show the products that can be created on your equipment, right? So that people know what they're contributing to. Go to TikTok. I know we all roll our eyes as anybody older than a Gen Z using TikTok, but TikTok is really where it's at. Um, go to TikTok, go to Instagram Reels, Use hashtags and show process videos. They're already, if you go to TikTok and Instagram Reels and search on hashtags, you will find a lot of printing industry material, right? So we need to make a concerted effort to tap into that market. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I think you brought up an excellent point, which is so very true. Everything is video these days. And that, that certainly doesn't change with the younger generation. Uh, there's a stat, like since 2018, just video consumption has pretty much doubled from where we were uh, then. So that's definitely an area that we're gonna wanna tap into. Uh, in other ways that we're seeing the industry change is just with things that we didn't used to have, uh, things particularly like automation. And I'm sure that's just one of those many things uh, that we've seen evolve over time with the introduction of all this new tech we're getting. Uh, so Rich, I actually uh, wanna turn it over to you here and uh, ask about your perspective on how in your career, you've kind of seen things develop since you started and just how print has changed overall or have you seen any stigma evolve just from where you started initially and to where we are now? Yeah, I think, you know, one, you know, this came up before and, and Adrian and I talking about, you know, all the different opportunities that are in, in the print industry. And, and it's true that it's contracting. It's true that it's changing, but I think every industry changes over time and, 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 and evolves. And I think there's a, you know, I've been coming back to this. There's a there's an evolution, or you know, <laughs> evolution, or maybe it's a revolution, but a change uh, in the industry. I remember when I first came in, you would go into some of these big, loud print shops, and they would, I mean, the the amount of print that they would produce back in you know 2000, you know, five 2006 compared to what some places are doing today, that uh, you can barely comprehend uh, the difference of that, but 
what's changed is now instead of having, you know, printing, you know, 100,000 magazines or 200,000 magazines that get distributed all over the world, now you're, you're printing a lot more specialized, a lot more intricate, a lot more targeted marking type stuff. And all that's been allowed to, to happen and allowed to come due to technology changes. And, and I remember the days where there would be, you know, there would be a, a whole crew running a press, meaning they're, you know, depending on, you know, if you're talking about a big web press, or you're talking about even some of the bigger sheet fed presses back then, there would be, you know, four or five, six man crews on these days. Today, there's one person running that press. And then, and then back then I could say there was probably men doing that. And now, and then today it's, it's not that, you know, it's, it's, and, and used to, you, you kind of went into an apprenticeship and it took a long time to kind of be a head pressman with technology and the people who can comprehend the technology and apply technology to the to practical application, um, you know, vertical and moving, you know, you're talking about the younger people want to move faster in their careers. Um, I think uh, our industry is just ripe uh, for that. You know, we talked before about, you know, Mike's progression. Uh, through the company that he's came in here, it's you know we're 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 evolving and coming part of a a larger part of the Barry Waymiller company who we ultimately belong to. That's going to create you know I see Mike's career just continue to go and and grow. Uh, but you, I want to come back to a little bit of that. You talk about the sizzle. You talk about the attractiveness of the market. You know we've talked a lot about the technical side. You know there's engineers, there's salespeople, there's you know, there's marketing people, there's, uh, you know, business management, there's accountant, there's a lot of functional stuff, but there's also a lot of creativity in this market. And, and then creativity, and then even moving on and thinking about, uh, to you know, used to use, to, uh, if you wanted to get something printed, you had to have your concept, you had to go to a place that they, in some places have this in-house or not, you'd have, you go take your, your content there, then they would mark, you know, they would draw it up or, or, you know, put it in computers or whatever uh, they would do to get your, you know, whatever you want your printed material to be. Now you can go online and go to places and build something yourself and say, you know, hit go and they'll tell you how much it's going to be and when you can pick it up and everything else. So all that, for all that to happen is, has got to be, you know, digitally handled. And that's a whole nother, you know, whole nother, uh, aspect of the business to business, the programming, you know, the software packages, uh, the IT people, the infrastructure, everything that's just related to print. And that's, um, you know, if there's, I, I, I said it the other day, you know, the printing industry is just like, um, it's just like kind of the, uh, don't want to get too moral, but kind of the cemetery business. People are dying to get in. You know, there, there's always going to be a need for the, the business. And if there's any part of your life, and think about it, uh, that you go, as long as there's food on the shelves, as long as there's packages in the store, as long as uh, there's billboards, you know, on the highways, some of those can probably go digital. But uh, there's going to be a need for print in some form or some, some aspect um, uh, of that. I think you brought up a good point there too, Rich, is that um, this isn't really a market that the first thing you think of, oh, this is a creative uh, industry or creative role. And there's a lot of untapped potential there that I think would actually draw uh, Generation Z just because, I mean, a, a lot of kids, they're kind of uh, encouraged to be creative these days. Uh, we're talking about TikTok here, just digital creation. It's a natural uh, kind of progression uh, create a TikTok, uh, show me what you're passionate about. Uh, it's kind of like the way this generation is thinking now, like how can I show my audience 
that I care about this product, about whatever it is. Um, so I do think that's a great untapped potential there in the industry is that there's opportunity to create and that's a good draw for Gen Z. I, I agree with that. If I can, Gabby, I would say this, that I think that um, exactly what Rich said, there's such a, we use so many creative people in the printing industry um, to such great effect, right? There is a home for you in a, in if you're a designer, if you're a marketer, if you are a digital creator, because printed materials are often sold, right? They're not just packaging. They're also T-shirts or cool new wallpaper that you can put on, you know, and take off your walls when you're a renter or just everything. And I see the print application expanding. I mean, the stickers on water bottles has sprung up to be this huge industry. It's the craziest thing. But all of that uh, requires this cool creative input that I think, as you know to Gabby, Gen Z is really embracing. You know, the creativity and actually being able to see it come to life is really special. And that you have a home in the printing industry if that's your passion. Absolutely. Uh, well, Mike, I kind of want to take this over to you now because flipping the perspective, since you're just a bit newer to the industry, you know, what initially drew you uh, to be a part of this cause, to be a part of the printing industry and what also caused you to stay? Um, honest, honestly, it's it's everything we've talked about so far, um, the, the creativity, um, especially in this industry or our, our section of this industry is, um, and I, I tell this to people regularly, is Yes, we make UV curing devices for the, the curing industry, but we don't just make lights. I mean, we have industrial control platforms that we're constantly working on. We have industrial mounting systems we're constantly working on. The, the light system itself is both a, a, a marvel of fluid dynamics and heat dissipation, heat transfer. Um, so there's it's a pretty broad arrangement of, of engineering disciplines, really, for, for our industry, um, even just the fact of automating printing presses or um, getting our system to talk properly with a printing press so that there there can only be one one operator running the press um, that's that's kind of all of the stuff that's really interested in um, in me um, and why I've kind of really latched on to what we do and what what I really enjoy doing here um, is just all the different things that we can we can really touch in, in such a small place. We're not necessarily limited to one discipline in the technical world. Well, do you think that's something that's important to communicate to the new generation as well then? I mean, there's a, I think also the generation wants to see, I think Rich was talking about this as well, just kind of there's a clear progression for their career. They can kind of see where it's headed and it's not a one box kind of approach. They can uh, kind of just go off on their own and uh, have a, a more fulfilling career in just many different ways rather than just sticking with one. Oh, absolutely. This, this industry is, is, it's not only a very vast, but it's, it's ever changing in the, the amount of disciplines that we get to work in. I mean, I've brought in, I brought in mechanical engineers who are absolutely stellar mechanical engineers, but yet when you spend 40 hours in front of a, a SolidWorks design, um, you kind of crave something else and, and it didn't, doesn't take long for them to realize there's other stuff that we're doing that they've just, completely taken a hold of um, as far as even just like ERP system management and um, and that kind of stuff, even even software or programming. Um, we've got a couple of people that have had nothing to do with programming in their past experiences and past lives. And they're some of our best troubleshooters that we have to date because they are bringing on in that, that outside ex knowledge and, and they don't have any predetermined uh, issues per se. Um, 
from what has been learned. So, so yeah, there, there's absolutely, I wouldn't, I wouldn't come into this industry thinking I'm, I'm going to come into a press room. So I'm going to run a press for the next 30 years, or I'm going to come in and design LED modules. So now I got to figure out how optics work and, and UV systems. Um, there's a lot of different paths that I think one could, one could enjoy coming into either of these um, fields. Absolutely. And it makes just such a difference in how you come into work when you're passionate about what you do and you love that there's a new adventure every day. It's not not the same thing. Yeah. And just and just to add a little bit to that, it's 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 not unique to our business because, you know, everything, you know, everything's all evolving or looking for new materials or looking for a lower cost material or looking for a more readily available material or easy to to work with material. And, and, and you know, if you just think about you know, even the, the, the LED business for us, which is still a fairly young business, I would say, in some of the, meaning there's a, there's a, absolutely a baseline that's there, but really starting to get into, and to, to change, not to get too geeked out here on the technical stuff, uh, but I appreciate Mike doing that. Uh, it's, it's constantly evolving and, and through our work, that we've done in the print industry is he mentioned a little bit out about it. It's not really part of this, this podcast. We're able to take that technology into other industries as well. And then into those other industries is causing us to have to, to do development, do R and D, do research to really push some of the lines on some of the, the things that are, um, that were thought to be capable or, or have an evolve you. And again, it's all about that evolution. One technology clicks and then another one comes right behind it. Or, you know, we, we could do certain more things in our business now, but we're waiting on some chemistry to arrive. And as soon as that chemistry arrives, uh, uh, it'll, it'll go like a wave when we call talk about things coming waves and, and, and cycles. And, and another thing I wanted to point out is, is that, you know, we're also in the problem solving business is we're, you know, it's, it's calmed down a little bit now, but through the, you know, the, like the economic crisis, uh, in, or I was the economic crisis, the gas crisis they're having, the energy crisis they're having in Europe, gas prices, a lot of printers use, um, uh, gas to to heat their uh, to to run a, a conventional dryer on their press, and it all of a sudden was becoming either impossible to get the gas or extremely expensive to get that gas. So a lot of a lot of customers are looking at us for a, a, a UV or LED cured technology to replace their you know conventional drying technology. And it's just sparked a tremendous amount of activity, a tremendous amount of work, not just by us, because for us, we can say, yep, we've got the equipment ready, but some of the chemistries that are going to be needed from other suppliers aren't there. So that's forcing those guys to go out and hire people and do research and to find new supply chains and to find new avenues uh, to do things. So it's just, again, print uh, ultimately just touches so many parts uh, of our lives and and it's literally all over the world that it if if you if you can if you if you can you know for people that are looking for a career people who are looking for a stable career can find that avenue to get in and maybe you don't recognize it you know because we say we're an equipment manufacturing company but again heavily relied to the to the print business you you might have to do a little research to to find some of those but getting getting involved is is there's a lot of security on that right now i think 
Yeah. And, you know, Gabby, if I can toss a little thought in here, I know, I think it was Rich that said it earlier, it could have been you that said, you know, it's a, it's a career. It's not a job. It's a career. It's a career you can grow with, such as Mike is doing there. And they're in the supplier side of the printing industry. But if you work in a print shop, that's a career too. That's, you don't have to be an engineer on the supplier side. You can work in a print shop and you can have a full, robust career where you learn all the way through, you achieve management status, you could even be an owner, you can buy a print company yourself. And Richard mentioned that the industry is contracting. Well, yes and no. The number of printers is contracting and the type of print that's being done is changing, but the industry is still actually super, super robust. And I'm going to point out that it is a super stable career, and that's also one of the things we need to market to young people. So what we talked about in the prior podcast was Gen Z sees the millennial grind, right? The gig economy, the millennial grind, and you know, not having a 401k or not having good health care because they don't work for one particular company. And they and Gen Z is a little bit rejecting that. They they kind of don't want that grind for themselves. I would venture to say that print is a very, very stable career. And if if you work for a printing company, that is a skill that somebody will always need, literally. I mean, we all know what the world's oldest profession is. I'm not going to talk about that. But printing is not far behind as a really important and longstanding um, profession, you know, dating back to, you know, Johannes Gutenberg, right, in the 1600s, I think. But I'm not a history major. Could be wrong on that. Um, but anyway... It's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years old. It's not going away. When you learn a job in printing, you have a job for life that is a career, not a job. You can move all the way up to the very top part of it. And it's very well compensated, lots of great benefits. And the grind does not exist like the gig economy. So we have to sell that. You know, maybe that's not glamorous, but it's stability. And people are craving stability, particularly in a post-pandemic world. We we like to know that we have something to rely on. And and not for nothing, printers were essential workers. And so nobody closed down the print shops for more than a day. There was still work there. Nobody went bankrupt um, in the pandemic when you're a printer. There was more work to be done. They pivoted to um, pandemic-related products when the other products weren't needed. So um, I really think that it's important to note that it's a career. It's a great career. It's a long-term um, um, viable option for people. Well, I absolutely agree with you. And stability is just something very valuable, especially to this, I mean, to everyone, but especially to this new generation, as you mentioned. And I guess my natural follow up to that is you kind of answered my next question here. But uh, previously, what I like what I said, Adrian, I mean, this campaign slogan got me hooked. Okay, so I'm color me intrigued. Uh, but what are the next steps from here in engaging and re actually recruiting the next generation of print industry in the workforce? So uh, if I'm here asking, you know, why should I invest my future into this field, uh, what would be your response? And uh, Mike and Rich, feel free to jump in as well. So if you're a, a job seeker and you're looking at the printing industry, why do you want to come to work for us? Well, um, we have a really, really, really good, stable career for you. In addition, we have a lot of fun and we create very cool things, very cool things. And so you get a lot of job satisfaction in being part of this creative process. And even if you're in the production floor and you're not doing the design work, you get a real sense of creativity and satisfaction from seeing that product be made. So that's really 
important. Also, the printing industry is doing a very, very good job of adapting to a flexible work schedule and um, meeting people where their lifestyles are. So I think that uh, a job in the printing industry could very well equal a flexible work environment that you can have a life and have a career, which, you know, is really right what we all really want. And um, it's just, it's very um, stable, longstanding, fun, clean, and uh, you get to retire with 401k benefits and all the other things that you don't get in the gig economy. Yeah, no, I would, I would say, um, I mean, if you're, if you're on the hiring side of it, not necessarily the, the person looking for the job, but um, do as we discussed earlier. I mean, make, make videos, make interesting content that the people are gonna, that are gonna drive people to the business. Um, show them we're not, we're no longer indexing print keys to, to get the color correct. We've now got automated vision systems and um, we can now control the entire printing press from one screen, which is a very similar concept to um, what people are doing on desktops, what they're doing in their, in their normal lives. Um, the, the industry, the technology is, is ever evolving to become more of, a, of a, a commonly used device versus a highly specialized um, piece of equipment that requires 10 to 15 people to run. Um, very mechanical, I should say. And we're, we're much more on the electrical side of it, the, the program side of it. So um, focus it. If, if, you have, if you have those assets or even if you have those products, products that are interesting to people, um, focus on that. I mean, bring people what they want to see. Yeah, I would, I would say, I would say, and maybe we can be on another topic after this, but what I think is, is that one is, you know, in business, you're kind of, you know, you're chasing whatever your situation is. And sometimes you, you have short memories and we can, you know, where, where this industry was starving for labor, you know, six months ago, a year ago, or, you know, even a year and a half ago. Now, as you know, if, if there's truly you know a recession coming, uh, if there's a slowdown coming, if 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 some of these larger tech companies are are going to be uh, putting uh, you know doing layoffs or slow even slowing down the hiring, that that makes much more candidates available. So I think we need to make sure, even though we may they say, oh, we might be slowing down a little bit. I think we, uh, as as people of industry and just all industry, it's not just the printer, is that we shouldn't so just go, whoo, we got through that. We should keep we should keep marketing. And and then I think we have to, to answer the question. Is I think we have to change our our philosophy. We make a lot of videos. We make a lot of things. Um, this one hopefully is going to reach people that maybe would want to come to work for us or get in the industry or, or whatever. But I think we need to do more marketing on the social media level to potential candidates uh, instead of or what we traditionally do is per perspective customers. So a lot of the videos that get put out, a lot of the things that uh, that get put out, uh, as as Adrian said, are showing what our capabilities are in case you need it. You know, we're 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 going out and we're showing. Whoa, look, you know, we did made this fancy thing, or we cure this fast, or look at our equipment's better than that guy's equipment, or you know, whatever those things are. And I think if we're truly going to you know change the industry or attract that talent, uh, if that talent is not 
<laughs> going and getting the newspaper with the one ads. Do they even have those in the in the newspaper anymore? I assume they do. But whatever that whatever that is, or you know, if we're only on LinkedIn, if we're only on you know wherever we're trying to recruit, we've got to put more things out there that say you should come to work for us or you should come to work for this industry. And 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 Adrian and I spoke about that before. Is is that is that you know. Maybe we could start a, a side job of, you know, marketing, you know, a marketing firm to the, you know, and we find people, candidates or something. But I, that's probably, we probably can't do that, but uh, we get in trouble. But, but anyway, <laughs> side hustle. It's our side gig. Quiet, quiet. Side hustle. <laughs> uh, but I think that's what I, I would just encourage, you know, if you're, if you're an employer and listen to this and thinking, oh, we got over the hump and now things should get a little better. Let's not forget where we came from. Let's not forget the situation and how fast that situation could come back again. And let's make sure that we're, that you know, instead of just hoping we get the people or hoping we have the right people, we should still constantly be looking for uh, the right people for our businesses and and, and for the, the betterment of everybody drawing more people into this industry. Because people do move around in the industry. I, Adrian and I were at a trade show. Well, won't give her the won't give her the props for the name of the trade show, but we were at a trade show a few months ago, and I and I just told her I said I could walk around here and I could show you that guy used to be a regional sales guy now he's the sales the vice president of sales for that company, uh, press room managers that used to be printers that we used to work with purchasing people that are press room managers I mean, and then and then and then good printers move from you know, uh, location to location occasionally as, and it's, and it's like everybody, they're moving because of career enhancement growth, you know, going from a smaller print shop because they're a great printer in a smaller print shop, moving to a larger print shop. That's life. That's business. Um, we all have to deal with that sort of stuff, but we should be proud of the people that we're sending on, not, you know, and then also hopefully have a robust pipeline, uh, of, of others to come after. But, um, yeah, I think, I think more marketing towards, uh, the people we want to get in uh, would would be the, the the kind of my way of thinking in the future. Sure. Proactive targeting marketing would be a good solution. Well, this next question is actually for all of you as we start to close this conversation. Uh, as we've kind of discussed already, this digital age, it's just increasingly, increasingly so. Uh, just where is the future headed uh, for the printing industry as a whole? What are just some ways that there's still room to evolve uh for the better, you know, what are just some of the major challenges uh, that we're seeing now? And I know we just started 2023, but it's never too early to start those uh, goals. So maybe what are some major challenges that we're still looking to accomplish before the end of 2023? Yeah, I think the industry itself is really evolving, partly because of these supply chain issues and getting the proper substrates and things like that. But also there's really cool um innovations that surround being more uh, eco-friendly and having um, more products that are able to be recyclable, products that are be able to be reused, reusing um, products as substrates, things like that. So there's a lot of innovation, I think, that goes to the heart of the future of our planet. That's really interesting. Um, and a lot of it, as with anything, is driven by both um, a shortage that has evolved over the last couple of years, but also um, as people get more concerned, they're putting their hearts uh, and minds uh, into action in their work. And that's the printing industry is evolving in that way. 
Yeah, I, I, I would, and and Mike could comment to this as well. I'll, I'll do more from the from the sort of the business side, but um, you do see in the printing, there's been a trend for a while of going more green. Uh, you know, that can get very te technical as far as the waste, the waste that comes out of the printing process before even, you know, like I said, going back when I came in, you know, there would, there would be dumpsters, you know, full of, of waste and trucks would have to show up to haul off the chemicals and everything else. So that's uh, been a tremendous change, um, over the years and it's still happening uh, you know some of the products uh, and, it, and it's happening a lot of in the supply chain so in the supply chain you know, the printing might be clean but some of the products used in the supply chain may still have you know hazardous waste to them or 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 you know impacts to the environment and there's a tremendous amount of pressure on the print industry to stop using um, these types of products or those types of products uh, which um, is causing again us to have to uh, develop new technologies or uh, some of the developing technology. Again, uh, we do a lot of LED curing. Uh, a lot of that stems from, uh, you know, the development of that product stems from uh, the high cost of energy to run a traditional UV uh, curing system also along with mercury and, and, you know, the quartz and everything else that goes along with the supply chain side of that. Um, yeah, there's just a, there's, there's just a, a I would say a continual, as, as printing, I'll, say, I'll just go back to this statement, printing is so uh, injected or involved with everyday life that any type of, you know, or not any type, a lot of the, the things in business and environmental transportation, anything else that you're doing out there is going to have some, some impact and therefore some need to uh, uh, adjust or evolve the printing industry. Uh, Rich pretty much uh, hit that one on the head. I mean, the, the printing industry is ever evolving. So um, what what may be a good goal for this month as far as uh, reducing the amount of gas that someone's using for their heat set dryers in Europe um, may be completely different by the the end of uh, this year with where we end up. So, um, so yeah, I think Rich did a great job of explaining where we're kind of, where our goals are. So basically what he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Took it right out of my mouth. <laughs> right out of today. <laughs> well, that closes up the conversation for today. So thank you, Adrian, Mike, and Rich for joining us on today's topic of how we should be just trying to sell the sizzle of the print industry to attract talent for this new generation and how we can do it. Certainly learned a lot. So thank you so much to you all for being on the podcast. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for having us. Yep. Of course. And as always, if you want to learn more, please visit baldwintech.com and look for this podcast wherever it is you get your podcasts at. I've been your host, Gabrielle. Thanks for tuning in.